Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks so much for tuning in once again. Uh, I did the last episode, and I know I said on there that uh, I was going to maybe just drop like two episodes a month, but uh, a bunch of people reached out and said that they really enjoyed the episode and were sharing about it and talking about it. And so uh, I have been inspired to do more, and I'm just going to kind of drop them as... Uh, as I feel led to drop them. So I'm very like led by my intuition and by my heart and I'm, that's what feels right. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to this show and a podcast that I've been watching. So there's this guy, Duncan Trussell, who is, uh, kind of part of the Joe Rogan podcast. And, um, he's been on there a bunch of times and he has a show with, uh, the creator of adventure time called The Midnight Gospel, and it's on Netflix, and I really, really just like it a lot. Um, I've watched a bunch of episodes. It's based off of interviews from his podcast, so uh, I think you guys might really enjoy it, and I just wanted to share that that's something that I've uh, taken a liking to during this time, and it's inspirational. It's funny. Um, it's cute. I, I just really like it. It, it made me Several episodes have made me cry, so if that is any indication that it's good, um, check it out. So uh, I also wanted to share with you guys, um, uh, and I've referenced both of these people or these groups in my pot, like last episode and this episode, which is uh, the Awakened Alpha Leadership Group, um, which my friend Mike Kitko is the leader of. And uh, creator of uh, so check that out. It's uh, if you go to his website, if you actually if you look up on Facebook, uh, Awakened Alpha, um, you'll see more information about it. And then um, the Love Drive on Instagram. I really love the things that he has to say about relationships and love and dating and all this different communication, all different kinds of things that are very simple and that but we tend to confuse in our own world. So. Uh, check him out <laughs> it's at the love drive on instagram so uh, i did one of his workshops and i really enjoyed it uh during quarantine here so thank you guys again for listening uh if i guess this is just my only request is if you like this podcast um just share it on instagram and i'll share it out again and um, that'll just help spread the word i'm really only doing this because i want to um, that's the only reason why i do it uh, I'm not doing this for any kind of monetary gain or anything. I'm just doing it because I want to share what I've learned with the world because I think it can help people. So much love to you guys. Hopefully you enjoy this episode. It's called Love Yourself First. Hey everybody, <clears throat> Wes Hoffman here once again. I don't know why I say my name every single podcast because my, this the name of the podcast is Wes Hoffman with Friends, so I don't know why I have any need to introduce myself every time I've done like 200 episodes of this podcast, um, <clears throat> And uh, but here I am. Uh, what is Wes Hoffman anyway? What is even a name? Uh, what does even that mean? And I guess when you, when I say the name Wes Hoffman, you think of me and you probably think of a dude with 
red hair and a red beard and a pair of Vans and eating pizza and playing pop punk music or something like that. I don't know. But like, uh, here I am once again. I uh, posted an episode last week and a lot of people reached out and said how much they enjoyed it or I don't know if it enjoyed it, but appreciated it. And I, it inspired me to do more because uh, we're all going through weird times right now and I'm learning a lot and it's learned a lot about myself and learning a lot about just having to sit with myself a lot and I think we all are and that's where you learn about yourself. You let yourself feel like I was talking about last time is let yourself be happy and dealing with your emotions and like all that hippie sounding (laughs) bullshit if you want to call it that (laughs) if that's not a judgment of my own self and uh, I wanted to share more because I feel like I've got stuff to share and I've got uh, I'm not afraid anymore it, it doesn't worry me to talk about this stuff and I talked about this maybe a while ago that like I used to feel like everything that I did and everything that I said was somehow going to affect me because I was self-employed and it was a part of my identity. All these things were like wrapped up into one. All these dimensions were like of my, of me as a person were too close to each other. And maybe if somebody heard me say something on this podcast and they worked with me, they wouldn't want to work with me again, or it's just fear. It's all just fear. And I'm not afraid of that anymore. So I wanted to talk about, this is something that I, that I really thought a lot about and that I really just started to share was like loving yourself and what does that really mean? And about a year ago, I had my friend, uh, her name's Stacy D. She lives out in California, plays in this band called Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and she's just awesome. And she talked about how she went through this cataclysmic experience where she was not she she got out of her addictions and because she wasn't loving herself and when she wasn't loving herself and taking care of herself she was in this state of addiction and uh, frustration and stress and just like hating life and when she began to be positive that and and love herself that then things really started to change so I, I, I want to talk about that. And when she said that, I, I got it, you know, to an extent. But in my own life, I didn't see how there were many aspects of my life that I was holding on to that weren't loving for me. And again, I'm walking, so <laughs> if you hear a bunch of cars, that's why. Um, these things that I was doing and holding on to, these situations these situations that I was holding on to and resisting letting go of and moving on from that I needed to move on from like a long time ago. And it was all because of fear and because I wasn't a, I didn't want to say, I, I eventually got fed up. I eventually got fed up and said like, this is enough. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. 
from multiple, multiple situations in my life. But uh, uh, multiple of these situations that were happening that I, I wasn't, I got fed up and I said, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. Like, it's time to move on. This is not serving me. And some of those, all of these things were things I had created around me. Uh, my business was even one of them that I was holding on to this thing, this idea, this quote, dream, unquote, that I had that I wanted to hold on to for so long. And I think what we got to remember is that like things come in phases. Like that was time for that chapter to close probably a year or so before that. And I, and to, to move on from it. And, uh, when I finally, when I made that decision, so, so let me, let me back up here. Like, you know, that was one thing that needed to change for sure. And, uh, I worked on changing it, but it, it wasn't going to, it was, it was even unaware. I was unaware to the point that these, that I was holding onto these things. And it was because I didn't care enough about myself and I had gained weight. Uh, I had, uh, you know, my relationships were not where they needed to be with my family and with my marriage and all these types of things. And they, they weren't making me feel good anymore. And I think when I finally said and decided that I wanted to make the, I wanted to make the decision to fully jump into the idea of loving myself fully and cutting out things that were no longer helping me, that was when things really started to change. And I knew this back in the deep in the back of my mind. I knew that this, that I needed to do that. I needed, I knew that I needed to like change these things. I knew that things needed to get better. And, um, I knew that I needed to choose myself. So let me talk about that for a minute, choosing yourself. And I talked about this on the last one, lead yourself, lead society, lead your family. And, and that's, that's uh, from the Awakened Alpha leadership group that I'm, that I'm a part of. And leading yourself means loving yourself, taking care of yourself. When you love yourself and you put yourself first, you take care of yourself as much as you possibly can. As, as much as, as you can. Like, if you literally fall in love with the idea of being Wes Hoffman, why would you not want to take care of Wes Hoffman more than any, anything else in the world? Because I can't help anybody, I can't love anybody, I can't lead anybody if I'm not where I need to be. If I'm not loving myself, if I'm not taking care of myself, if I'm... How could you lead somebody else if you yourself are not in a place... You're not leading yourself even. So like, that was something that I that really, really hit me. And when I started to make some of these decisions, getting this new job... Uh, closing down my business, moving out of my office, leaving my last relationship, uh, moving into this new place. I started then working out and I already meditated every day, but I started getting more out of my meditations because I really set aside time to take care of myself before I went to my job. And that, and even if that meant waking up at five thirty in the morning, I would do it because it meant like taking care of myself. So as, as, 
I started to make these decisions. Like once I really, that really hit me to the depth of like, I need to take care of myself before anybody else, before I help anybody else. And I really started doing that. I saw things in in my life, in the exterior, start to shift massively and fast in a really, really quick way. And that, And it's really, really cool. And it's really fun because it's like you, I made a decision on how I wanted my life to be and the, and the universe like immediately lined up things for it to be that way. Um, and, and I didn't, <laughs> I, I couldn't have even planned some of these things if I tried. So, uh, now, now I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, oh, I wanted to go back to the idea of taking care of yourself, feeling selfish. So that that's what I really wanted to get back to is, is I had this idea in my head for a really long time. That if I took care of myself, if I put my needs before anybody else, that that was selfish. I, w- I have been taught that since I was a little kid. I think I've talked about this in, in prior episodes too, that taking care of yourself and taking care of your own needs is selfish. And I, I put for years, especially in my business and in my friendships and my relationships, romantic relationships, like I put the other person needs before my needs all the time. And this is kind of a, this is the example that everybody uses about this. But when you're on a plane, they will tell you, put on your own gas mask first, your own oxygen mask on first before you help the person next to you. Why? Because if you don't have any oxygen, how are you going to help that person next to you? You can't help the person next to you because you're fucking dying. And that's what I was doing is I was being drained by getting up every day thinking that I needed to solve everybody's problems all the time. When I myself haven't so- hadn't solved my own problems, I hadn't met my own needs, I hadn't taken care of myself, I hadn't worked out, I hadn't eaten healthy, meditated or like you know, taking care of any of my own needs. And so I was immediately just jumping and looking to serve other people immediately. And that's not healthy. That's not healthy. How can I help somebody else if I'm drained? If I'm, if I'm not healthy, if I'm, if I'm not where I need to be. And I, in, uh, even with finances, like I would not charge people as much as I felt like I should be charging because I would just wanted to help them when if I was instead saying, no, this is how much this thing should cost, you know, and I want to help you, but this is what I need from you in order to help you. <laughs> so I got to meet my need before I can help you with what, with whatever it is that you need help with. So, and, and that's why I was, I was falling short and starting to struggle a little bit because like I, I was neglecting myself and I was taught that that was my whole entire life. I've been taught that, 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 that was selfish, that like you should always put other people's needs before your own. And that's like, that can sound like a very noble, like, um, uh, prestigious, like, uh, thing, nice thing to do. But in the end it, it was, it, it, as I was doing it, it was killing me. It was absolutely killing me. And now when I, I recognize times when, oh, why do I feel this way? I'm trying to help this person right now. And why am I frustrated while I'm trying to help them? Because I don't have my, my needs met. And I've had so many things backfire on me last year with, uh, like 
business and stuff like that, that just like stuff that just didn't work out or that stalled and, and like that I wasn't in the flow of that like didn't work out. And now that I've, a lot of these problems that I had, like, um, with finances or with just like being in the flow and helping people and professionally, a lot of these things that I worried about and that were weighing on me so heavily last year, all the, that, that stress is like gone now. And that's because I have been taking care of myself first. Now, it, it's also easy to get off sight of that. It's also easy, it's so easy to get out of sight where like you feel like you need to meet another person's needs all the time or like you need to do this or that or the other. And it's like, no, dude, like you, you know, if, if I'm always focused on me and being the best that I can be and fill, charging up my battery every day, I know that sounds cheesy, but like charging up my battery and, and helping myself every day, then I know that I'm, I'm no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. And sometimes you need to do more to take care of yourself than you do. It's sometimes it's like you need more of that self care. And like, so, so what is, everybody talks about self care now. And we talk about like getting your mani, getting, getting a mani pedi or going floating in a float tank or, um, going to a sauna or all these things. But it's like self care is, is, is this holistic approach to eating healthy um, and, and sometimes, or maybe not necessarily eating healthy. Sometimes you need a bag of flaming hot Cheetos and that's what is meeting your need. But like, sometimes you need an impossible Whopper. I know I do like, uh, but not all the time that it's not good for me. But like, sometimes you need more than what you're, you're doing for yourself every day. And that, and I recognize that too, where I'm like, oh man, well, I haven't played my guitar in a while. And that's like something that is an, I, I feel the need to be creative and I feel like that's something that I need to do right now. So maybe there's like a blockage there because I haven't focused on that actual need for myself that I need to fulfill. And when I stop and, and I go do that, it's like, okay, well now I feel like I'm, I'm in a better place. I feel like I'm centered and, and I'm, I'm where I need to be. And so I, I guess what I would like in, encourage people to do, and this is what I do, is kind of notice what's missing right now. Where, where do, what area do I need to be like fulfilled? Is it like, um, it, I mean, this can go for like all, think about it this way, even hygiene. Oh, I haven't taken a shower today. I haven't drank a, a glass of water. I haven't brushed my teeth. We're all in this fucking global pandemic right now. Like these are little things that you can do that we should, that we need to be doing every day to take care of ourselves. And, and it shouldn't be sound like a chore. It should, it should feel good. I feel good when I take the trash out, when I clean up my place, because it's like, I'm taking care of my space, which means that I'm taking care of me. And, you know, I've been eating really healthy. Uh, I, I do intermittent fasting. I work out every morning because I, those are things that I feel like are taking care of me and, and it's not, yeah, working out sucks. I do not like working out. I do not in, in necessarily enjoy it. I enjoy the results that it gives me. My body looks good. I feel good. I've got energy, but going through it, it's painful sometimes doing four planks for a minute and a half is painful and you're going to be sore and, and it sucks. But like, I'm going to be really happy when I see my abs the next morning and in, in first thing, the first thing in the morning in the mirror. So it's like, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I, I laugh at myself a lot. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Laughing at yourself is loving yourself too. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes I let myself just dance in my apartment and play air guitar to a silly song because I, I love it and I enjoy it and it's fun. And sometimes it can mean playing video games or, or whatever it, it means to you, whatever your hobbies are, it means that's what, what it means. And for some of us that have kids or we have big families or we have demanding jobs, like I always have, uh, I feel like I, I, I feel like every job I've had, my workload has always just been like, I've always had a heavy workload and like, I've always had like responsibility or pressure that I feel like to perform. And so I need to get myself right, but I can't, I can't do my job if I'm like going in half ass, you know, if I'm, if I'm dragging ass, quote unquote, hungover, like, um, you know, not, not alcohol hungover, but like, um, you know, hungover from the day before because I didn't take care of myself and, and self-care going back to it being this holistic approach. It means going to bed at, at a, a time that is good for you. And that's up to you to determine and brushing your teeth and, you know, getting ready for that sleep and then getting up for the morning and getting ready for the day. And, and it's this whole big giant thing. That's not just, Oh, I went and got a massage. I had a self-care day. It's like, I actually did things for myself to take care of myself that I needed to do. And sometimes that's for me going to my studio and playing some video games and, um, just making a shit ton of noise on my guitar and not even really writing a song, but just like, you know, being noisy by myself in, in my studio. And it feels good. Um, taking a nap sometimes it's all this, this bigger thing. And I was taught not to do that, but not only was I taught that, but when I did that, I would feel guilty for doing it. I would feel guilt for doing something for myself instead of doing something for other, for another person. Oh, well, you could have done this, or you could have done this, or you could have helped your grandmother with that, or, you know, you could have spent time helping this person and we're, we're taught to feel guilty about that. And I think that's just absolute bullshit. I think th this is my life and why am I staying in these relationships and holding on to these scenarios in my life because of, of what other people would think or what, uh, or because of the other person or the clients or the candidates or whoever's involved, like, <clears throat> or, or the audience, whatever you want to call it. Why am I holding on to these scenarios and these situations in my life when the, for other people, when this is my life? And when that started to hit me, I started... <laughs> I started just saying, okay, that's it. Like this needs to go. This needs to go. That needs to go. This needs to change. And, uh, I saw this quote actually just this morning that said on uh, Instagram, it said, what you choose not to change, uh, you continue choosing what, what you don't change, you choose basically. And if I'm choosing not to change whatever situation I'm in. I'm choosing to stay in the situation that I'm in. So there's like the law of polarity there. It's like, well, I'm choosing to not do anything to make it better. So I'm, I'm choosing to accept it for what it is. 
and instead of maybe making the decision to remove myself from it. And once I started making those decisions to remove myself from them because I cared about myself enough, the things that I wanted just started happening <laughs> easily. And it's cool and it's fun. Um, and I still got a long way to go. I still got, you know, that, that doesn't mean that there's no effort put into it. There's effort put into self-care. There's effort put into loving yourself. But, but that's kind of the beauty of it is like you get to the point where you're like, no, I'm doing this for me. Like I'm actually making some fucking time for me to go out and do what I want to do to, to take care of myself. And then it doesn't feel like a chore. It feels awesome. And, and you're like, oh, I love myself. And you got to practice retraining your mind to let go of the guilt of that. And that's something that I have had to work on and I'm still working on. And that will continue to practice for and until it goes away completely. And, and it's not even something that I have to deal with. But right now it's something that I still have to deal with. I still feel guilty about things that I did, you know, uh, a long time ago. And I think when you can look at yourself and love yourself unconditionally and say, I forgive you, old Wes, <laughs> former Wes. It's so easy to look at, your, at, at myself, a memory of myself with the perspective that I have now and say, oh, that was so silly. I'm ashamed that I did that. And, and to feel shame and to feel guilt about it. But when you look back on it and you just say, you know what, Wes, I forgive you for being such a fuckhead. <laughs> I forgive you for being such an idiot back then. And... You, it, it was just part of the process and you just were learning and figuring it out. When you, when you like get back to that point, when, when you can look at yourself and forgive yourself, that's when it's really like unconditional where you're practicing unconditional love for yourself. So what, you know, I want to try to give people practical steps towards this. Um, and, and I guess uh, maybe you've picked some up from this like things that I've said already, but I, I would think some practical steps would be to look at the different situations in your life. Um, ask yourself, how can I take, where, where am I missing? Where, what are the areas, the relationships, the friendships, the romantic relationships, professional life, uh, family, your, your own personal self-care, like what are the areas where that you feel like you need to, to take care of yourself more? Is it fitness? Is it mental health? Um, is it just hygiene and, and getting into a routine of, of, uh, taking care of yourself and, and doing some of the things that I said, like going to bed at a certain time, that's like good for you. Um, you know, is, is it, what are the areas that you feel like you need to maybe work on that a little bit? And, and realize that that is an act of self-love. And, and another thing that I did was I would say I had a really hard time saying no. And this week I've really had to say no to a lot of things. Um, uh, I've not, I don't want to say a lot of things, but I've had to say no to a few things that have helped me practice that because it's like in the, in the moment I want to say yes, because I want to help somebody. I want to take care of them and I, I want to be of service. But if it's not something that I really want to do, then I don't do it. And I say no, and then it makes me feel better because, and then nobody gets mad. I used to not want to say no because I'm afraid people that would get mad. Nobody gets mad. They just say, okay, like, and, and they move on. And so I've learned that if you just say no, 
like that's me taking care of myself because it's it's like an act of kindness for yourself. If I said yes and then and I went and did something that I didn't want to do, I would be grudgingly doing it along the way and that's not good for me or anybody else. And it's not selfish to say no. You're actually doing the other person a service too because you're saying no to something that you don't want to do and if I did it anyway, even though I didn't want to, it's like it's just, it's just, I don't even know how to explain it. It's not the right thing to do. You get what I'm saying. I think we got to look at It's, it's, it's an awareness thing. It's looking at the different areas. And I knew this, I just was afraid to take action, but looking at the different areas of my life that I wanted to change, that I needed to say, I need to change this. And it's not going to be quote wrong, unquote. It's going to be it. Even though I was looking at these things as being wrong, or I was going to feel guilty about making certain decisions or making certain changes or I was afraid what people would think based off of decisions that I would make. I just said, I need to choose me. Where, are you, What areas are you not choosing yourself first? And that's where I think um, it, it really happens for me it is, is a, a place to start. And then how can you make decisions to choose yourself first. So, you know, it's, it's the awareness first. And then it's recognizing when you're in that situation, oh, I need to say no. Like I was, you know, my, uh, uh, I, I was asked if I wanted to do something for, um, you know, it was a chore. It was like mowing the yard or something like that. And somebody asked me if I wanted to do it and they would pay me. And I was like, no, I don't want to. And I just genuinely don't want to do it. And I don't care about the money. So why would I say, yes, I want to do it when I don't really care and I don't really want to, if I really wanted to, then I would have said yes. And I, I wrestled with it because I was like, oh, maybe I should just do it because make him happy and blah, 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 blah. Nope. I told him no or politely declined. And that was it. Didn't need any to do anything else. So now I've recognized that I can do that, you know, more often and that it's an act of kindness towards myself. Um, and, and when that comes up and I feel that resistance or that dissonance, uh, dis- dissonance is more of a, like, Oh, I want to do this because I want to make this person happy, but I don't want to, because it, it won't make me happy. Choose yourself first in that situation. And, um, a friend of mine was talking about <clears throat> this. Um, I, I follow this guy on Instagram the love drive. And he was talking about how he invited a couple friends to go get pizza one night and it was time for them to meet up. And his friend was like, no man, I'm not going. And he was like, what, why not? And the guy was like, I don't want to. And at first he really resented that and was bitter towards it. But he said, yeah, well, I don't do things I don't want to do. And I just, I don't want to do it right now. It's pretty brutally honest to be that way to tell to somebody and it might hurt. But if it's not what you don't, if, if it's not something, if it's something that you don't want to do, then it's just what you don't want to do. I would rather have people tell me, Hey, Wes, I don't want to talk to you right now. Instead of answer the phone and string me along, you know, or, or, or avoid me. I mean, just tell me that you don't want to talk to me. Tell me that you don't want to be around with me or hang out with me. Yeah. It might, I might take it a little personal, but that's on me. If I take it personal, that's on me. All you have to do is say, yeah, hey, I don't really want to right now. It's not that I want to, hey, don't want to hang out with you. 
It's not that I don't like you, but I don't want to. And, and we've been trained, we've been trained to think that that's wrong and selfish. And I just kind of disagree with that now. I think, you know, because people take it personally and then drama happens and then, you know, there's a way to say it, Hey, I'm not feeling up to it. That's it. And so, uh, I hope this helps. I think it does. It's helped me. I've learned to choose myself. Um, and if, if you are in a situation, it doesn't matter if it's a friendship or a coworkership or a marriage or a, a parent kid relationship, if it's your parents or it's your kids and that person is depending on you to like solve all their problems or they're, they're not taking care of themselves and you are. It's just not going to work. It's it's there's going to be dissonance there, and uh, that's been a hard lesson for me to learn. That's been a really hard lesson for me to learn. And you can still love that person, but you can't solve their problems and you can't make them happy until they have the realization that they have to take care of themselves too. That that I can't take care of, like you know, both people have to take care of themselves, and then you come together and your life is enhanced because you're both whole people instead of half people that come together and create one person. You're two people that come together and create a unit that is much stronger. It's like the mighty Morphin Power Rangers where like five things come together and make this big massive thing. It's Voltron. You know, it's not, it's, it's Captain Planet with our powers combined. (laughs) So it's, that's how it works. And, but when, when one person is whole and the other person is not, and, and you, you know, you feel like you're dragging it and it doesn't matter what, what relationship, what kind of relationship it is. And it could, this could, this happens in team environments too. If, if not every person on the team is trying their best, people are going to be at different levels, but if not every, every person is trying their best and, and doing their best and putting the work in on themselves, then it's, it's going to fail. It's not going to work. But if everybody's trying to be them best, their best self by choosing themselves first, by loving themselves first, then really magical, cool things happen. So, um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I certainly have. I love talking about this kind of stuff. I can go on forever. Um, I, I love that people are listening. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, if you are looking for a suggestion, I would highly recommend, um, I'm, I'm going to add this to the beginning of the podcast, but if you're looking for a suggestion of something to watch on Netflix or another podcast, I would highly recommend the midnight gospel on Netflix and Duncan Trussell's family hour. So it's Duncan Trussell, who's like part of the Joe Rogan kind of fam. Um, and the guy from adventure time created this show, which is an animated show based off of Duncan's, um, podcasts. And it's really, really cool. So, um, it, it, I kid you not, I watched this episode where he has his mom on the podcast and she, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but she, um, has been diagnosed with like not too much time to, to live. And I saw the ending of this episode and I literally wailed and cried on my couch 
I'm surprised. I'm sure people in my apartment building heard me, but I wouldn't be surprised if people outside (laughs) the building heard me because, I mean, oh my God, it just, it, it literally fucking wrecked me. It wrecked me. Um, in a good way, in a, in a really, really good way. I mean, guys, it's, it's self-care. Self-care is crying when you need to cry. And that's what I needed in that moment. And if, you know, I love, I love to cry. It makes me feel good. It's a release. So anyways, uh, I love you guys. I love every single person. I can't wait to see you all, um, out in the world again sometime soon. But for right now, this podcast is going to have to do. Um, Thank you for connecting with me. I love you guys. uh, And we'll talk to you soon.